Welcome to the Jacked on the Beanstalk Vegan Podcast, hosted by the Shorky Sisters. Repping the vegan hippie meatheads of the world is Sam, the first ever vegan World Naturals Bikini Pro, coach, author, and blogger, who's got an ass that's out of this world. Repping the busy, tired moms of the world is Sarah, and her ass is, well, mediocre. Together, they're on a mission to live with purpose and unlock the mysteries of a healthy mind, body, and spirit. So grab a seat in the back of Sarah's minivan and enjoy the ride. Well, hello, everybody, and welcome to the 43rd episode of the Jacked on the Beanstalk podcast. I am your host, Sam, self-care above everything else, Shorky. And I am Sarah, ain't nobody got time for self-care, Shorky, co-host and sister and mother and wife and maid, chef, household manager, personal assistant, administrative (laughs) assistant. Oh, sorry. Sorry. Getting carried away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And together, ladies and gentlemen, on this fine fall day here in Ottawa, Ontario, Canada, although we did just have a tornado, that was a little scary. But anyway, we are addressing a very important topic that affects each and every one of us, whether we're hardcore vegan fitness freaks or not. And before we get into the importance of this week's episode, I did want to share that it's a little disappointing that when I look at the stats for our podcast downloads, the episodes that are significantly more popular are the ones that involve topics like losing weight based on your body type or cardio versus strength training or eat to build muscle and lose weight. And yet the whole reason I created this podcast in the first place was because I had the intention, keyword intention, to inspire others by being my true authentic self. Not that I'm the first ever vegan World Naturals Bikini Pro. Not that I coach the winner of Bodybuilding.com's 200 grand 12 week transformation challenge in 2015. But to show up on here as my real self, Sam Mother Tuckin' Shoki, the self conscious, unsure, vegan, bodybuilding, loving chick who just wants to be happy with herself and her life. And more importantly, to discover who I am by addressing all of these topics that we cover on the podcast. And that's why we have so many episodes, in case anyone's wondering, all about mindfulness and self love and self care. And yet, apparently, you guys don't really give a shit about it. And that honestly makes me kind of sad because we're all so obsessed with looking good and losing weight and we obsess over our physical appearance and we live our lives being this constant self-improvement project and never really feeling content with the physical package we bring to the world. And that's because we don't spend nearly as much time discovering our true selves 
as we do on quote unquote fixing our outer selves. And guys, I am totally guilty of this too. I'm definitely better now than I used to be. And I credit that to all of the inner work that I've done in the last couple of years. And it is my intention, again, there's the keyword, to share what I've learned with my clients and my podcast listeners so that we can all stop trying to find our happiness and validation from the outside world and instead discover that we are worthy and whole and deserving of love and happiness just as we are, be it with an extra 20 pounds or not. Wow, Sarah, we've really just only begun this episode and I'm already delving into some deep shit, eh? Yeah, I was trying to gauge when I should jump in here. I've been a little worried this was traveling too far down a Debbie Downer kind of path. Yeah, sorry about that, guys. Yeah, I thought that was my role. Um, (laughs) No, yeah, I thought I should maybe wait and see where you were going with this first, but do you want me to talk now or do you want me to just let you continue with your rant? Yeah, I guess let me continue, but first let me have a sip of water here so that I don't have cat mouth. (sighs) We both had one. And there you go, guys. You can hear us sitting the water glass down. I was told I had to drink at the same time. I I can be a little bossy on the podcast. But anyway, I do think your contributions do help to break up my random rants. So please speak your own truth, dear soul sister Sarah and biological sister. Well, yeah, first off, I don't think it's fair to say that nobody gives a shit about the self-love messages. I mean, if that were true, I don't think we'd have as many listeners as we do. And I actually, I think it is your honesty and your willingness to share your true self and personal struggles that people resonate with. Mm -hmm. And despite being best known for being a champion vegan bikini competitor, that is what has allowed you to have this platform to share your message with others. And let's be fair here. You always tell new clients that your coaching program is a journey for them. Mm -hmm. And even though you've reached this point where you want to preach a message that it's not just about the physical aspect, but it's about loving yourself and accepting that there will be ups and downs along the way. Yeah, and that's, that's what it is. It's about being a researcher of yourself. And I like to preach that we should be setting goals based on what we want to learn, keyword being what do you want to learn and not on how do you want to look. Hence the main topic of this episode, which is self-discovery should be more important than self-improvement. Yeah, and I think a couple of things that we need to keep in mind is that A, we're all at different points in our journey. And Mm -hmm. B, sadly, I think we're just at such an awful place for women and our self-worth and how we see ourselves and the focus always being on the physical because of things like social media and just years and years of and generations of being taught that being pretty is a goal. Mm -hmm. And uh, I think that it's going to take many years Years of preaching a different message to reverse the damage that's been done. Mm-hmm. I totally agree. And that-
And that's actually what I'm hoping to accomplish with this episode and the whole effing podcast and basically everything I do as a coach. I want to help everybody to stop the self-hate and the unhealthy comparison to others and to generate that feeling of self-acceptance and self-discovery and go inward inside of yourself and start changing your thoughts. And I know I've probably said this on the podcast before and it's worth mentioning again that the external things become a reflection of your internal experience. So while you're trying to become healthier and make nutrition and exercise a regular part of your life, you absolutely need to embrace it as your opportunity to heal and learn. Because self-discovery isn't about being better than someone else. It's about being better than you used to be on the inside, not just the outside. And I'm reminded of what Dr. Wayne Dyer, I think he's a doctor. Anyways, he's self-help, big time life coach guru. And he says in his book, The Power of Intention is what the book's called, you don't attract what you want you attract what you are. And I love that statement and it holds so true to every aspect of your life. Just look at the relationships you've had, for example. If you're feeling low self-worth, you're going to attract a partner who also has low self-worth. And I believe it was my absolute number one favorite self-help guru, Christine Hassler, who said on one of her most recent podcasts, whatever your issues are at the time, that is your type. And this is so true in my case, whether it's a romantic relationship or a friendship or whatever. And it's really cool for me to say this stuff because I think back to how a couple years ago I got rid of a quote unquote couple of friends in my own life and how I had spent that entire year doing so much self-discovery work and how these two friends, they just didn't add anything positive to my life. And so I made the decision that I would rather have no friends than surround myself with toxic friends. And after I made that discovery, it was pretty cool how all of a sudden a new group of friends emerged who were on a similar wavelength to me. And this group of friends is vegan, they're successful, they're intelligent, and they're awesome fun chicks. And I'm sure they're listening to this. So shout out to my awesome Ottawa vegan babe crew, Amy, Camille, and Shannon. But yeah, I cannot stress this enough that whether you want to call it karma or the universe at work or the power of positive thinking, whatever works for you, we all have to work from the core belief that we will be rewarded when we have good intentions with our daily thoughts and actions. Yeah, it's kind of sad because I think that one of the biggest problems with people in general is that they really have no idea who they are. And it's almost like they'll surround themselves with anyone to try and hide from being alone or, or feeling lonely. Yes. I actually read a great quote and um, we love quotes. Yes, I know you do. That's why I'm pulling it out of my bag of tricks. Yeah, it's the greatest challenge in life is discovering who you are. The second greatest is being happy with what you find. Ooh, I love that. Yeah. Yeah. And while we are on this whole finding your tribe topic, I want to share that the reason we're even recording this podcast today is because I was 
chatting the other night with one of my good friends in Vancouver. Shout out to Michelle. And Michelle and I really connect on a spiritual level. And it's not just because she's vegan and we're both very into the whole living with purpose and intention mindset, but she recommended that I read the book The Seat of the Soul by Gary Zukov. And more specifically that before I even read the book, listen to his interview on Oprah's podcast, Super Soul Conversations. And I'll link all of these things up in the show notes for this episode. But anyway, I listened to this interview with Oprah And it was so powerful and made me feel really grateful that I have friends who are on the same spiritual journey as me. And even though Michelle lives on the other end of the country, we regularly schedule phone calls where we just share the various things we've discovered that have helped on our own spiritual journeys. And maybe for some people listening, you're feeling kind of down because you don't have a solid group of friends who you feel inspires and motivates you to be a better person. And that's okay. I'm telling you, I have been there and it wasn't even that long ago. But that's precisely how I got into podcasts in the first place. And if that is you and you wish you had more people in your corner, then let me and Sarah be your tribe. You know, we're only an email away, right, Sarah? Yeah, although I should mention that I'm very picky when it comes to my friends. Yeah, that is true. I mean, I constantly make jokes that I have no friends, but to be perfectly (laughs) honest... It goes back to everything you just said. I've never been one to surround myself with meaningless acquaintances. If I'm going to spend time with somebody, I'd rather it be somebody that, you know, gets me and we're on the same page. And I mean, honestly, I have like two close friends and you're one of them. Oh, thanks. Yeah. But anyway, we are getting a little off topic and I do want to go back to the importance of having intention in life and that is kind of Gary Zukov's whole thing. Basically, the dictionary defines intention as a thing intended, an aim, or a plan. But actually, here is a better definition I'm pulling up on Google. I like this better. Intention is intent purpose objective. It is a goal for what one intends to accomplish or attain. And what I learned from Gary Zukov during his interview with Oprah was that there is always an intention behind every single thing we do, whether it's good or bad. And we should literally be stating our intention every single time before we dig into that tub of cashew ice cream or choose to have unprotected sex with that sketchy Tinder dude, whatever it is, even if it's just saying something to somebody else, you really need to ask yourself, what is my intention behind saying this? What is my intention before doing this, before eating this, before whatever it is, there is always an intention. And what Gary says is that for every action, there is a consequence. So we have to always be aware of what that intention is that we're creating. Because when you choose to be aware of the intention, you can then choose how you want to react to the creation of that intention. And by that, I mean choosing an intention that is based in love, not fear. Choosing to write down your feelings and maybe eat a banana smoothie bowl instead of an entire pint of cashew ice cream or blowing up your man's phone because you're fighting with him. And this was a huge epiphany for me. And I want to share my own 
own definition for intention based on everything that I have learned. Because for me, it's actually a series of questions that I ask myself. And you can, of course, ask yourself, what is your intention for whatever the hell you want, as small of a task or situation as it might be. But something I like to do is apply an overall intention to my entire day. So I'll ask myself in the morning while I'm stretching, how do I want to feel today? Or I'll ask, what is my purpose today? And how am I going to get there? How am I going to achieve that purpose? And I'll include these questions in the show notes for this episode if it will help other people. But it's interesting because I've been doing daily intention work for many years, but it wasn't until just recently when I listened to that interview with Oprah that I really, it really clicked with me and I really understood how intention can completely reshape your life. And so a lot of the statements that I will apply to my own life based on my intentions are things like I am honoring my body with healthy nourishing food. I will not use food as a distraction or reward because oftentimes when I'm about to hog out on something and I'll be like, okay, what is my intention behind this? And it will come down to, yeah, I'm tired. I don't want to write client plans or I just finished a writing client plan. So I'm going to reward myself with eating something bad. And I know that sounds so ridiculous because I'm a health and nutrition coach, but these are some of my own personal struggles that I fully admit and I'm being completely transparent and real with you guys. I will also have daily intentions such as I will not obsess over my physical appearance or I will stop caring what other people think of me I am going to accept or no even better I accept myself exactly as I am I will be kind and gentle to myself all damn day long and the thing is when we can repeat these things over and over and over they do eventually crowd out and replace all of the negative self-talk that the phrases that repeat in our minds over and over such as I'm fat or I'm a failure when it comes to dieting or I never go to the gym I suck I, I'm in whatever it is and I know it sounds cheesy and super hippy dippy and I'm sure Sarah's rolling her eyes but I know firsthand that this stuff really does work guys it's done wonders for me personally and many of my clients and I know some of my clients are listening and probably smiling because I have written a list of intentions for them to read aloud every day and paste on their fridge or bathroom mirror somewhere where they will see it all the time. Well, my intention for each day is to make it to the end without collapsing or crying from exhaustion. And Mm. I'm usually about 50% successful. I think that's the first smart-ass comment you've made this whole episode. And I haven't even made any smart-ass comments. It's a very serious one. Yeah, I think that's the only thing I've said this whole episode. Yeah, true. Does anyone even know I'm here? Yeah, I think this episode should legit win an award for the most serious podcast we've ever recorded. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I'm just hoping that it shows just how paramount, ooh, 
Good like word, yeah, right? Good word. Just how paramount this topic is to all of us who want to attain our highest level of health and fitness. And I know that's everybody listening because I see the damn stats of what episodes you guys are clicking on. And you know what? I'm going to be straight up with you guys. It is pretty easy to follow a meal plan and a training program, especially when you're relying on an outside authority such as myself or any other coach to tell you exactly how to eat and how to train. But unfortunately, for most people, if we don't have that internal motivation, you're basically just setting yourself up to fail because having your own personal purpose and intention is 100% required for any kind of long-term sustainable behavior change. And so I guess what I'm trying to say is that for anyone listening who is trying to lose weight or build muscle or eat better or be more consistent with your exercise, please just make sure you're always checking in with yourself to make sure you're making this journey about self-discovery first and foremost and not just about self-improvement. Because if there's one thing I've learned as both a coach and a fitness competitor, it's that in order to get out of this off and on, all or nothing diet and exercise routine and actually make permanent healthy lifestyle changes, you really have to focus on what you're learning about yourself in the process and not just why you're so desperate to change your physical appearance. And I encourage everybody listening to go back and listen to our dangers of having body goals. Is that what it was called? Yeah, I think body so. goals yeah. or trap of setting yes. body goals or something podcast where I talk about having high intentions to achieve your health and fitness goals and that's totally fine have high intentions to be the healthiest fittest version of yourself but do not have high attachment to any kind of body goal outcome and by that I mean my goal is to lose 20 pounds by Christmas because the problem with this way of thinking is that we're setting ourselves up to fail because we're creating expectations and what did we say on our expectation hangover episode when we're able to remove all expectations we can never be disappointed besides the body does what the mind believes as I always say to my clients So if you can get your head into a healthy mindset of accepting where you're at right now and actually being excited for all the things you're going to learn and teach yourself along the way, trust me, it is going to be that much smoother rather than one of, oh my God, I hate myself. Oh my God, I'm determined I have to lose these 15 pounds before I see my family at Christmas or everybody's going to think I'm fat and everybody's going to judge me and yada, yada, yada. And then you feel the pressure to restrict yourself or beat yourself up every step of the way as you strive to reach that body goal. And I feel like I'm repeating the same shit that I say all the time and I've probably said on many podcasts. I don't know. Am I, Sarah? Well, I've heard it before, but uh, (laughs) no, I think it's new to many people who might be listening. Well, I think on this episode, we should give everybody some homework So I would like every one of our subscribers to come up with a list of your own intentions. And I want you to type up that list and print off a few copies I want you to paste a copy on your fridge, maybe one next to your bathroom mirror or your bedroom mirror, and maybe one on on your bedside table. Maybe you have one in your notepad or workbook. Basically, I just want this list to be easily 
easily accessible and in your face multiple times throughout the day. Maybe you could set a phone alarm to remind yourself to read those intentions first thing in the morning and right before bed and another time midday. And actually I have one that goes off at 12 o'clock every day that reminds me to be grateful for the career that I've created for myself and be grateful for the clients that I have who support me and my passion and trust in me to help them. And I love it. It totally snaps me back to reality because it's easy to hate any job, even though I've created my so-called passion job. But trust me, doing a daily meditation practice, another good idea, this is when you can read your daily intentions as part of that practice. I personally like to read mine in the morning after I meditate and while I'm doing my stretching. And if you need some inspiration to help you come up with a good daily intention, you could always start with something very general. Maybe it's, I intend to live the most beautiful life I can. I intend to live a life that has harm to none and benefit to all. Or I intend to change all of my unconscious, subconscious beliefs that are keeping me from living the beautiful life that I know I was born to live. Sarah? Yeah, I feel like I have these written down on a piece of paper somewhere. Yeah, these are some of mine. And you've probably read them at my place or heard me say them during my mindful meathead talk at Ottawa Veg Fest a couple years ago. Or I think you you might have just been trying to force me to better myself. And now they're probably lying somewhere in my junk drawer, which I guess says a lot about me. Right. Okay, so then let's hear some of your intentions, Sarah. Maybe that will help motivate uh, some of the other people who are like you and roll their eyes at all of my mindfulness practices. Right. Now you're putting me on the spot. Is that what's happening? Well, I know people like you. I don't. uh, I feel like I could be less angry. I'm really angry at my physical situation right now. Right. So I guess mine could be something like I intend to focus on the good things my body can still do instead of what it cannot do. Okay, or better yet, how about I intend to be kinder, more loving, and more compassionate to my body. Sure, let's go with that. And thanks for forcing me to pull something stupid out of my ass only to come up with something better. You're welcome. It is my intention to lift those I love to greater levels of healing and loving. It is my intention to suppress my urge to vomit throughout this entire episode. Well, it is my intention to create a healthy, positive podcasting environment that is filled with love and compassion and not have to fire all of those who doubt my good intentions. It is my intention to keep my thoughts to myself since I am physically weaker than you. And mentally weaker because you do not have a strong intentional practice. But I do have a stronger sense of reality. And my good intentions to keep you on the payroll are fast diminishing. Are we done with this episode yet? Yeah, pretty much. Okay, let us read the review of the week. And this week's review on iTunes, which by the way, guys, please keep those iTunes reviews coming in. We absolutely love them. And this week's comes from somebody named The Selkie and is titled, Now a Dedicated Listener. Go for it, Sarah. The sisters started out with an accent in the first podcast I listened to. Hey, wait, speaking of accents, why aren't you doing a voice? 
I don't know. You, it was too fast. I didn't have anything. Give me like a Prince Humperdinck. Listener feedback. The sisters started out with an accent in the first podcast I listened to, number 19, that stopped me dead in my tracks and wondered what I had stumbled upon. But as the banter unfolded, I laughed, I learned something, and I am already a happier person. Now I'm listening to all the podcasts from the beginning so I don't miss a word. Thank you, Shorky sisters. Aw, that was so sweet. Apparently, episode 19 was the episode about having realistic expectations when it comes to weight loss. Oh, what a coinky dink. Yeah, but what accent are they talking about? Yeah, that's what I was wondering. All right, let us investigate. We will be right back, guys. So we just checked that episode out, and apparently we started off talking like this. Yeah, I forgot how fun it is to talk like southern bells. Stop saying southern bells. They don't talk like that. This is more like the Appalachian Mountain Kid accent. I don't even know what you're talking about, but I sure am glad the Silky sparked us to listen to that old episode because these voices sure are fun. Me too, Silky. Thanks for letting us resurrect this fine dialect. And too bad we couldn't have read the Selkie's review as a Southern Belle Appalachian Mountain Kid, whatever the fuck that means. Please, for the love of God, stop saying Southern Belle. A Southern Belle sounds like this. She's more of a Georgian peach who drinks mint juleps on a front porch. Oh, right. My goodness, silly me. I know exactly the kind of Southern Belle we're talking about now. She'd be wearing her Sunday best, sipping on her sweet tea. And if that Appalachian Mountain Kid came a-calling, Daddy would be chasing him off the porch (laughs) with a shotgun. With a sawed-off shotgun. (laughs) Well, I do declare this episode sure has taken an unexpected turn. That certainly wasn't my intention at all. Regardless, please keep those reviews coming in, folks. We really do appreciate so much, and they really do help support us and the podcast and bring more listeners to us. All right, that was super fun. Yeah, yeah, we went from super serious to not serious at all. Well, if you folks like (laughs) us talking like this, maybe what we say would inspire and motivate you more, but would you rather us talk like an Appalachian Mountain? kid or like a southern belle or do our canadian normal voices really get you going all right sarah what song will we be singing to conclude this week's podcast episode all about self-discovery and living with intention well i actually because it's it's all about self-discovery and finding out who you are i went with the who (laughs) 
And you actually might recognize this song. I believe it was, uh, they used it for one of the CSI shows. I don't watch CSI. I believe this one was for the, I don't even remember which city it was, but it was my favorite. It had Dr. Grissom in it. Okay, what song are we singing by The Who? Um, Who Are You? Yeah, I'm not even sure if that's what it's called. I'm sure everyone will recognize it once we start. Let's do it. Who are you? Which is more fun, singing that into our microphones or doing the Southern Belle or the Appalachian Mountain Kid? Maybe we should try singing like the Appalachian Mountain Kid. Who are you? Who, 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 who? I really want to know. Okay, we need to just end this episode already. I apologize, everyone. All right, well, that's it for this week. I notice we have not had any new Patreon supporters in a while, but I also know that I really suck at promoting the Patreon page. So if you enjoy the Shorky Sisters and our podcast, please head on over to patreon.com slash jackedonthebeanstalk and give us your money. Everybody have a great week. Thanks for listening. You guys rock. Shorky sisters out. See ya.